space. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. Don't we'll write it. Yeah, we'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome contest. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. The Sober and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning. Party people, how you doing? The heck you doing? It's 5.30. Thursday morning. Good morning to you, Carl Freakin' Brown. Good morning, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> caught me off guard. You caught me off guard when you stumbled there. I did, yeah. I think I was going to say two words, and I just melded them together. boy. And I just was like, hey, I'm a professional. I'm going to keep rolling. First time here? First, what did that person say yesterday? They did the uh, uh, yeah, a long time caller. First time, first time listening. listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you a burger fan, Carl? Sure, man. We've talked extensively about hot dogs over the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a burger chain in California that's offering free burgers for a year to customers that get tattoos of the restaurant's names on their bodies. Okay. The, now, what's the name of the burger joint? Does that matter? Oh, well, yeah. It's like Jeff's Burgers. I don't want to get that tattooed on my butt. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> You're getting it tattooed on your butt? I just wrote that part of the story myself, I guess. Jeff. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Jeff. Uh, the name of the place is The Farmer Boys. <laughs> that sounds kind of fun to get tattooed the on you. The Farmer Boys Burger Joint. You get a couple of couple of your pals to get it done. It kind of looks like you're in a boy band or something. <laughs> a boy band? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're the Farmer Boys. I don't think the Farmer Boys would be in a boy band. I think they'd be like That's... an indie folk rock kind of group. Oh, it'd be like a Mumford & Sons kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The National? Yeah. Yeah. Farmer Boys? Yeah, I don't think Farmer Boys translates to boy band. Eh, either way. Yeah. Get a couple of dudes together. Get some farmer boys tattoos. <laughs> now I'm reading. The, I don't know if it's if the burger joint is in there. They only have the farmer boys in the quotations. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you also have to get burger joint in there. No. Would that matter? Yeah, that's that's a step too far. <laughs> that's farmer, too far. Yeah, farmer boys is kind of like I don't know. You can make an inside joke. You can make your own thing about it after that year of free burgers is up, and you still have farmer boys tattooed on you. Now, it looks like it translates to a free meal a week. One a week? Yeah. Pretty good. That's Just yeah. for a year, though? For a year. Mm-hmm. Better make use of it. I'm just trying to get some more details on this here. <laughs> the burgers look incredible. This year would have been a good year to, if this offer came around in like April of last year, like, yeah, I get a tattoo. Free yeah. Meal a week. <laughs> free meal a week sent to my house. I, I don't think that uh, it would quite, yeah, I think they yeah. want you walking around like a billboard. Right. 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 But is that enough? Free burgers and, and let's say they, it has to be in a visible spot for conversation's sake. Visible spot. Yeah. Does it say what size? Like you can make it reasonable. As far as I can tell, it's... Not looking like a stamp? Yeah, as far as I can tell, it is reasonable. Sure. And, you know, it's got to be visible. Yeah, here it Mm -hmm. is. It has to be visible. And it has to be at least two inches by two inches. Hmm. Two inches by two. Okay. That's not, like, excessive. You could sneak a farmer's boy tattoo in amongst your, like, sleeve that you have going on. No one would even notice. You'd be a little farmer boy, and nobody would even notice. Okay, here we go. I've got I've got the tattoos. There's three that you can choose from. 
Oh, they have the designs? That's right. Mm. One of them is it's Farmer Boys up top and below is a burger. Okay. The other is a, an old school truck that's red. On the side of it, it says uh, Farm Boys and there's a burger in the trunk, mm-hmm. in the bed of the truck. And the last one is a burger and below it, it says I Heart Farmer Boys. <laughs> that one for the ladies yeah I, I think that must be it i don't think you'd want to get that one no i think i'd pass on that well if i can't design it myself then yeah that is a difference that's a different thing it's their 40th anniversary those are the three there and you have you know, the one with, yeah the one with the truck and the burger in the back is probably the best one have you are you looking at it I'm looking at it right now, yeah. Yeah, that's not the end of the world. I don't no, think. the one with the truck, because it, it barely says the logo on the door, and just looks kind of like an old-school truck with a burger in the back, which, yeah. hey, that's not bad. You Look have, at that one. You have till May 21st. Is that enough no. to sign up? Uh, not for me, because I don't live in California, Shh, and I'd just be a boy on. with a tattoo. Hey, hey What? Hey, what? Pretend that you live there. We're, we're no, I don't want to live there. You I have to. Here. I don't want to tell no. you. You have no, to No, I'm not doing there. it. No, I'm out of the story. I'm out of the story. <laughs> what if it was two burgers a week? Deal. I'm in. <laughs> you got me. I got him again, guys. <laughs> That's it. Send in your burger recommendations for Carl now. He needs a new place to go drive to today. Dink of the day. We'll get that coming up. Let's kick off the show with uh, some Holy Diver. It's a Soper and Brown show. Good morning, party people. Let's go. Soper and Brown show, 977. It's FM 541's Holy Diver. Uh, text message has a ton of them coming in with some burger suggestions. Carl is uh, <laughs> currently drooling over there in his uh, spare uh, bedroom, which is nice. Holy Chuck Burgers in Toronto that uh, Jeff sent in is uh, <laughs> looking pretty good. Are they? Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Another person wants to get an In-N-Out Burgers tramp stamp. That's pretty Oof. funny, actually. Yeah. That's pretty funny. In-N-Out's pretty affordable, though. You don't really have to. Like, no. A free meal is great, but I mean, it's not that expensive. Yeah, but what if they gave you two a week? <laughs> what if? What if, if? I if I if I live close enough to one, that would be a worthy investment for me. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. I don't even know if this Farmer Boys thing is even that expensive. I think it's just oh, free meal planned out every week sounds lovely. Just a week though. Yeah, but like one like a de-escalating scale, like maybe like one every two weeks the next year or something like that, and like one a month. You yeah. Know, keep me keep me on board here. You don't think you'd get excited about it once a week? You think you'd get sick uh, of no, it? No, I'm saying I would, but I'm saying after that year, I think yeah. I'd like to see some kind of like rewards program that I could still be a part of because I have a you know tattoo of a truck mm-hmm. with a burger in the back of it. Yeah, that is the way to go, by the way, when you look at those. Mm-hmm. Another person here said, how much uh, money to get a 97.7 tattoo? We have plans, actually, for that yeah. down, down the line. What one guy said he remember the guy who was going to get the Matt and Carl knuckle tattoos, but then his wife said he wasn't allowed <laughs> Absolutely to. Absolutely not. <laughs> his wife stepped in and said, "You can't do that." <laughs> no. <laughs> Which I do slightly respect the fact that he was honest about. That. He's like, "My wife exited that." Yeah. He didn't come up with an excuse. He said he did not. No, he just came out and said his wife said he would doesn't lie. <laughs> That's completely fair, Matt, honestly. Carl. Yeah, I mean. She had to look at it. It's pretty excessive. <laughs> Anyways, we got tattoo ideas. Just hold tight, all right? Uh, okay, dink of the day. Where are we going with this? Uh, Maryville, Tennessee. A woman walked into a Dollar General store. Mm-hmm. She said, I'd like to buy some gift cards. I would like to buy a million dollars worth of gift cards. Wow. One million. Does the old Dollar General have the 
uh, processing capability for that. One million dollars worth of gift cards at the Dollar General. Okay. Um, now, before I scan these, how will you be paying? Well, of course, I'll be paying with my one million dollar bill. Oh, these are tough to find. One million dollar bill. <laughs> She stole it back from the Cubans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, police were called. Uh-huh. Uh, showed up. Uh, she said that she received the $1 million bill from the local church who was helping her out. From the local church? Local church. They must be doing well. Yeah. <laughs> it was in their donation bin. The uh, police confiscated the bill. Uh, they did charge her with uh, counterfeit or trying to pay with counterfeit mm-hmm. money. And she has now received a lifetime ban from the Dollar General stores across America. <laughs> from across America? That's right. Oh, wow. Not She's, just a Tennessee ban. They went, they went countrywide. Not allowed to step into a Dollar General anywhere in the United States. I'd put that on a resume. Like, it comes down to, like, fun things about you and me, like, not welcome in Dollar General. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do something real wild. To never be allowed into a Dollar General again. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah, like approaching them with a $1 million right? bill. It almost seems like not enough. I don't know. Uh, just in case you're curious, uh, $1 million bills, do they exist? There are indeed banknotes of $1 million, but these are not legal tender, okay. nor are they official banknotes. The Federal Reserve Bank of the U.S. has never issued a uh, legal tender banknote of $1 million. <laughs> Okay. And she is not welcome at the Dollar General. At least we know. I don't have her name. (laughs) Uh, So we'll just say the richest woman to ever walk into a Dollar General. You're our dink of the day. Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. It's 5.56. I'm Matt Soper. He's Carl Brown. Uh, Late in the show yesterday, Carl, we got to talking about a guy in Seattle who found $10,000, decided to return it, and got the weirdest reward in return. I got somebody on the phone who wants to chat about this. Give us give us a little bit of the backstory. Yeah, let me recap the story here, and I'll try and do it as succinctly as possible. Uh, this story, yeah, from Seattle. It's in the Seattle Times. Uh, Steve Harrison is the uh, man who returned the money. He was headed to Costco from his Issaquah home when he spotted some papers fluttering on, uh, and I'm looking at the road here that he found it on, Soper. It is rural. Like, no lines painted on it. Oh. Like... Anyways, the guy finds ten grand when he gathers it all up. Ten thousand and three specifically oh. dollars. That was uh That's that important. was all that was all over the road here. And he also found a wallet containing a license with a name and address that was only like a mile away. Uh so basically a neighbor in this kind of a rural area, the guy's name Michael King. He went and did his Costco shop, got back home, called a neighbor and said, I found this money. I found this guy's wallet. Do you know him? His buddy says, yeah, I know him. Keep the money. What? (laughs) So so maybe Michael's not popular amongst his neighbors. Uh, He said, I'm not going to do that. I want to return the money. So he calls the guy. He uh, He calls Mr. King here and says, look, I found this. I found your wallet. I'd like to return it to you. Immediately on the call, he says, thank you. I can't give you any reward right off the bat, like just out front. Two guys agree to meet. They make the handoff. He gets his quart of uh, homemade applesauce. Yeah, don't don't gloss over that. That's the return here. Again, $10,000 and the man's wallet 
returned to him, and the reward, in this case, a lovingly crafted quart of homemade applesauce. It is the weirdest reward I, to give somebody. You and I went on about it, and there's no real etiquette for this kind of stuff. When you find something of that value for somebody, you'd like maybe to be monetary. You give cash. But you give it, cash. Sure, you'd like to. In you should. Situ- in this situation, however... Uh, apparently not that simple. Do you want to play the call and I'll give some more details after? Well, Anka wanted to chime in really quick. And Anka, how you doing, buddy? What's your opinion on this? Hey, give me the applesauce, man. Forget, you, the, forget the cash. You know what? $1,000 is not going to change my life, but somebody give me a nice jar of applesauce. I'm thinking, you know what? That's a really nice gesture. It's much, you know what? I guess it depends on the person who's getting the applesauce, but I really think it's a nice thing. You Anyone think- would just say, hey, Thanks, man. Here's a thousand bucks. Have a nice day. You think it's a nice thing? You know what? I really appreciate it. Here's my applesauce. I don't know. Apple. How often do you eat applesauce? It doesn't matter. It's just, it's a little bit touching. So you, you You like, you, you like that it's a personal thing for somebody to say, you know what? Money is not really everything these days. You know, like here's some applesauce. Enjoy it. You think it's, you think it's a personal thing? It's just really nice. Come on. Like. I, I do. Yeah, I know it's really fun to bash people for giving applesauce, but you know what? It's actually a really nice gesture. We're too much about money these days. It's like a big deal, 10%, thousand bucks, who cares? It's not going to change anyone's life, but when somebody gets applesauce, they're like, wow, this is a story I'm going to tell for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm going to put you on hold. I can't get a word in with Uncle there. Um, I, I got to disagree. Yeah, so again, 10, <laughs> 10K and a wallet returned to this guy, and, and, the, and the, the, the offer he gave back was, uh, was yeah, some applesauce. So deeper down in the article, there's some more details on, uh, on Mr. King and his $10,000. Uh, the truth is, King could not afford to pay Harrison anything. The money was for a business transaction mm. that he preferred to keep private, and every dollar was spoken for. Drugs. Uh, direct quote from Drugs. Mr. King, uh, from uh, Michael King, who lost the money. I just took the withdrawal that day. I don't know what compelled me to leave it on the bumper of the truck, he said. And this is a quote. It was just oh. a dipshit move. And I am <laughs> flabbergasted that it didn't get picked up by somebody else. It would have crippled us to have that amount of money disappear. Yeah, uh, I get the that. Apples, the applesauce was a meaningful gesture uh, from the retired painting and contractor and his family. Uh, he said, I'm going to smoke a bunch of salmon this weekend and give him another reminder of, hey, thanks a lot for what you did. Uh, he oh, said, so he's going to get salmon as he well? Said, uh, he said, I'm willing to mow the guy's lawn, to be honest, uh, just for the forthrightness and saying, hey, you know, he could have just said, I found your wallet, moved yeah. on. Yeah. Again, so all the, all, all this, the, the reward, what he gave him back, they found the money, the, the exchange, going back to the fact that he left his wallet and 10 grand on the bumper of his truck. Who does this? That's- I have met some absent-minded weirdos in my day. I have come across some idiots, some people who just shouldn't even have a wallet because they lose it so frequently. But to leave it in ten grand on the bumper of your truck, when the guy returned it to him, he called him. He didn't even realize he had misplaced it. How do you- he hadn't even noticed, Matt, that his wallet and the ten thousand dollars in cash that he pulled out for some extremely important business transaction that would have crippled him if he lost it was left on the bumper of his truck i'd bury him just for that let me ask you i have a shallow grave in my backyard in issaquah washington this is a this is a safe space right 
Yes. I'm going to ask you an honest question. I want you to answer it honestly. You can give me a yes or no. Okay. You you see how this guy looks? You've got the picture of him? I said, actually sent you the Seattle Times thing, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll look in a second. Answer okay. this question. Just looking at him. Yep. Is there a chance drugs are involved here? I don't think so. Really? It doesn't come to me that way. Really? No. He's like, he, you know, like the big camo jacket, long gray beard, short hair. He looks exactly like a retired contractor in Issaquah would look like. He looks like a guy who would exchange smoked salmon and applesauce with you in exchange for services rendered. <laughs> look at the picture. Okay, I'll, gra- I'll grab that in a second here. No, Let's, you uh, look right now. 977-977. Text the show or call the show like Anka, but let me at least get a word in. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. There was a lot of reaction coming in from the yeah. guy who lost $10,000 and offered up applesauce as a reward. Yep. And his wallet. A, uh, right. And right. the wallet, right. too. Right. Yeah. Very honest man found it and returned it. Yep. Uh, important part of the story is that you said the guy came right out front and said, I can't came, offer you a reward. Yeah. And that's and that's my take on this. There's a number of great texts in here. Someone said, you know, it's a life lesson. Just do the good deed. Don't expect sure. anything in return. You'll just be disappointed. And I get that. Honestly, I'm not even like the the return of the money and the exchange of the sauce is not the story to me. The story to me is this dude says this 10 grand is vital. It's for a business transaction he wants to keep private. And it's so important to him that he can't spare a 50 out of it to thank this dude. And if that money's so important to you, then why is it on the back of your truck, you idiot? <laughs> I just want to reach through the newspaper article on my screen and choke him. If it's so important to you, I just went out and took the money out that day, then why isn't it in the cab of your truck with you, you moron? I would a honestly... A wallet and 10 grand just sitting on the back there and you drove off with it? If I was that guy's wife, I wouldn't I wouldn't let him back. You sleep in a tent in the backyard, you idiot. <laughs> Unbelievable. I know that you're not supposed to expect anything. That's fine. I get it. I still think that you... Somebody said, I couldn't imagine losing $100, let alone $10,000. I would feel obligated to give some kind of money back. I'd find a way. Because to go that far out of your way... Yeah, I don't know. Like there, it, it just applesauce is not good enough to me. And also, I would rather nothing than appllesauce. I'm just gonna go out and uh, go ahead and say it. Yeah, the, I, I would eat the applesauce. I That's would fine. not even I, put a spoonful I'll, of the applesauce. I'll eat, I'll eat the sauce. That's I'm fine. not eating some weirdo's homemade applesauce, man. I'm gonna put it over some ice cream and you I'm gonna eat the applesauce. Put it over ice cream. Yeah, I'm gonna put it over some vanilla ice cream and I'm gonna eat the applesauce. Oh, if I if you had soper, I know you. Yeah. You're an okay. You're the guy who occasionally misplaces stuff. Yes. You leave your wallet at home once in a while I when I pick you up from work, and you go, "Let's get a coffee," and you go, "I didn't bring my wallet today." Yeah. <laughs> you don't always know where that key stuff is. Yeah. If you had ten thousand vital dollars, imagine when you were closing on your home here. Yeah. And you, for some reason, had ten grand in cash that had to be exchanged that was urgent, and you left that on the bumper of your car along with your wallet. What would Chelsea do to you? Oh, man. What would Chelsea Would you even be married right now? Oh, she... It, it would, It'd be a real question. Sure. Would it not? Oh, it, it would be a massive fight. <laughs> I just can't get over that. <laughs> Every dollar spoken for is completely vital. <laughs> then strap it to your chest, you idiot. <laughs> I'd kick him out of the state. You don't get to stay in Washington. Oh, you got to go to a new state? You got to go to Idaho or Iowa. One of those flyovers that starts with an I. You got to go. Sorry. That's the rule. <laughs> 
Somebody get thinks out. you need to get an applesauce tattoo now. <laughs> free applesauce for life with an applesauce tattoo? Free for life? Can I knock on anyone's door and ask for applesauce? The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. 623. It's Thursday morning. Good morning, party people. My favorite text in the inbox right yeah. now is someone asked, did Carl just get angry over an article that he researched? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I did. What are you, new here? <laughs> it's like every day. Every every moment I think about that more and more. Somebody else texts in and said, what if that money was meant as ransom uh, for a dog napper? Yeah, if it was, I wouldn't have left it on the bumper of my truck. And, and mul- I'm paying the ransom to get my dog back. <laughs> multiple people are saying, if this transaction and this business deal was so important, yeah. how are you not more careful with the money? Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> like everything. How did you get this far in life? The guy looks like he's probably in his like early sixties, right? Mm-hmm. Say he's retired, man. If that's if that's your decision making process, I don't know how you step out of the house and don't just like walk in front of a bus by accident. Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. It's crazy. There are a lot of text messages coming in too. As we've the last few days, we've been talking about uh, Easter Brooks, the hot dog place. Yeah, one of Carl's favorite things, and it's been taken away during this pandemic. Yeah, for a lot of Him it. and his wife are big foodies. They love to try new restaurants, yeah. new, different, you know, just yeah. food joints and whatnot. People, people always ask me, how do you get your wife to go to these, like, you know, wrestling events or, like, stuff that she doesn't want to go to with you? I'm like, I let her find four restaurants that she's extremely interested in yeah. in that area so that we can go to all those. And at the end, she just has to watch a couple hours let of me, wrestling. Let me read this text here. It said, uh, what is Carl's next food adventure going to be this yeah. coming weekend? I love hearing about his food road <laughs> trips. <laughs> I'm not sure what it's going to be this weekend, but I was talking with a listener on uh, on Instagram who was sending me uh, some recommendations of, uh, of places that uh, she wanted me to try. Uh, the Lock Pizza in Port. Colburn, uh, the break wall. Uh, the listener actually said that she had sent a couple recommendations to you, mm. but she said, I'm sending these your way because I think you might actually go. And I said, well, yeah, Chelsea and I don't have kids or dietary restrictions and we enjoy long drives. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so go ahead and send your stuff uh, our way. So we we're, were going back and forth and we were exchanging just, you know, oh, this is a place you want to visit. Oh, if you're into sushi, try this place, whatever, right? Typical conversation. And, um, I put the phone down for a minute and I look back and I just saw the notification on my screen that wasn't like in the message tab and see the message just says, you guys like to try different things? Question mark. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> we talked to lots of listeners on Instagram, right? And some people will ask some like wildly personal questions, you know, whether it's, it, it could be about anything. <laughs> so I was like, I saw that, and I'm like, what do I respond to here? And I just I responded, yes, we are the least picky eaters ever. Oh. <laughs> the response oh. came back, my kind of people. Oh. <sighs> you, bullet you, dodged. Mm, no. No, not bullet let that, dodged? You gotta let that marinate for a little you bit. You think I should just let it sit there? <laughs> you just answer with a, yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just leave it. <laughs> yeah. You gotta let that marinate. Let's see what the next thing is. Yeah, let that marinate. I don't know, man. We're already at the point where our dogs are following each other on Instagram. So I think at this point, it, it, the relationship's been established. Mm. This is about food. This is about dogs. That's what you think. Well, that's what I was thinking. And yeah. I'm still thinking. But it made me laugh. What are you thinking? 
Well, did you hear the bed that I'm playing? I can hear the bed you're playing, yes. Just saying. We're talking about a sushi date many months down the road here, okay? Talking about a roll? Talking about a roll? Is that what you're talking about? California style? Huh? <laughs> Had some hot dog recommendations, little, did they? A little Californication, maybe? Is that what, is that what we're talking about here? Want to lay him down on a bed of rice? Hmm? Is that what we're little, talking about? A little tuna poke, if you don't mind. <laughs> Anyways. A little, little find the sashimi? I appreciate the recommendations. I will try them. And likely, I will try them before Soper will. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm not taking my kids on any <laughs> somebody, drive that I don't have somebody, to. Somebody say it's Carl's dry, diners, <laughs> drive-ins, and dives. Yes. Weekly updates. <laughs> he did uh, uh, go as Guy Fieri for uh, Halloween. Yeah. I have to dig up that picture. Yeah, and you actually have a goatee now. I do have the goatee. That make it much easier. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have way better Guy Fieri options, but I don't have any hair. I have to get the wig. Look, pizza recommendations are cool. I would have preferred if this became a swinger story, but that's yeah, just sorry, me. bud. Next time, think of the show, would you? Selfish. <laughs> the Silver and Brown Show. Matt, I need you to play the fish sandwich for me. Uh, Can do. Thinking of Carl laying on a table. Covered in just sushi, like one of those girls. <laughs> I need that out of my head. Two Oregon fish sandwich. That's totally fair. I get it. What about Carl naked on a table, covered uh-huh. in fish sandwiches? <laughs> in fillets. That's right. Two Oregon fish sandwich. Oh, fishes. <laughs> you want to touch my monkey? How it's many good. would it take? Twenty. Twenty to cover your body? I don't know. The yeah, fillet fishes aren't that big. <laughs> I don't need that many. <laughs> okay, hold on. We're gonna do the math here. Soper and round signs. Okay, six. You're six. Uh, you're six, six feet. Six foot. Yeah. Okay. Now, what? Do you, what's a fillet of fish? Two inches. I don't know, man. They're little, little roundy guys. Yeah. Yeah. Not I, much. I would say each fillet. Let's say for for conversation's sake, a are fillet the, of fish. Are the is, arm? Are the arms in tight to the body? Well, that'll that'll require less. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're in tight to the body. Okay. So each fillet of fish. Let's just say it's two inches. Okay, yeah. so you've got six in a foot. Yeah, six fillet of fish make a foot. Yeah, so six times six—that's thirty going down across your body one way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, how about we need we need the width, right? <laughs> We're going across. Okay, so thirty-six down. How yeah. many rows? It sounds like you're doing a crossword. What do you reckon? At least seven down. rows. Yeah, sure. Okay, it's times rows. that by seven. Maybe five rows. I yeah. Don't know. Okay, six rows. Would you prefer six rows? <laughs> 36 so times 6 would be 216 filet of fish Somebody said the filet of fish is square, not round, you uncultured swine well, yeah, yeah, No, the, the filet of fish is, the but the, the bun is circle The bun is round? Yes, the bun is circular You pig You son of a Call me an uncultured swine oh. I know my fast food window <laughs> You get out Ham Bobcat has entered the chat <laughs> Anyways, it's roughly 216 filet of fish to cover a Carl. <laughs> you uncultured swine. <laughs> That's tremendous, actually. The more I think about it, actually, like, you can stay. <laughs> Open mic time? Uh, yeah. Somebody here said def not two inches. We'll, we'll discuss this in a second. I know what two inches is. <laughs> 977-977. If you want to get some questions in for Open Mic, Carl, myself, Hits Nation, get them in now. We'll discuss that and filet of fish size. In six minutes. Let me know. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> All right, 977-977. You can text the show. Call us to 905-688-9797. 
Look, I don't think we're going to talk about anything <laughs> besides filet of fishes for the next four minutes. <laughs> I have several questions here. <laughs> Look, we like, okay. Should we should we do the filet of fish thing first? Let's get this out of the way. Okay. Yeah, let's get it out of the way. So somebody was talking about laying sushi on Carl's body. Uh I jokingly said, let's lay filet of fish. Carl, you said, how many would it take? And now here we are trying to to, do math. To cover my body. And I said, like, I don't know, 30-ish. I figure you're not going to cover me from the knees down, right? That's fair. Like, you know, let's let's go knees to shoulders. No, I want all the way to the feet, pal. Okay. Well, because I don't know what's your measurement from head to to knee. I don't know. But head to feet, you're six feet. (laughs) Okay. So it's just easier math. Right. Okay. Now, well, if, if I'm thinking about my upper body and I'm trying to picture a fillet of fish sitting on my chest as well, I'm squeezing my arms in together here. I, I may have been wrong when I said it was about two feet or two feet, two inches. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm not very good with inches. I'm sorry. I think if you laid the fillet of fishes side by side, like shoulder to shoulder, I think five or six would do the, and I have broad shoulders. Rose? I think like five, five or six side together. But you could probably like tuck it into like maybe rows like like four or five going down the chest. Okay, because now one one person here says a fillet of fish is absolutely four inches. I think thirty five fillet of fishes covers me. Way more than that, dude. You think way more? Fifty? Just trying to think here. It's so, going to end up costing us money. Oh, big time. Fund, we have to have a fundraiser to big raise filet of fish dollars. And then we're going to find somebody to eat them after they've already touched me. <laughs> we can't do this. You're we can't right. do it. Okay. Okay. So it's it's more than two inches. <laughs> big what, Lonely Bob just texts. What did I just tune into? Oh, BLB, you got um, no idea. Let's you say. To, you'll have to catch the podcast, Bob. Let's say it's four inches, the filet of fish. Let's say. Okay. I still sake. think that's aggressive. In my opinion, I think it's aggressive. It's it's really aggressively penis. <laughs> One text, dude. It would take ninety to a hundred. You're huge. Okay, <laughs> that's offensive. Come on, that's offensive. I know I'm pretty big. <laughs> four. Okay, uh, four inches. We're gonna we're gonna. I'm settling on four <laughs> inches. So that means three. No, because so that means three fillet of fish make up a foot. Twelve inches and in a foot. If they're four inches, divide getting, twelve by four. You got three fillet of fishes. Make a foot. I'm getting lost on diameter and surface area and circumference here. Three fillet of fish make a foot. That's what I'm saying now. Okay, and you're six feet in total. You have to get one after work and measure it. Yeah, I'm yeah. six feet. Yeah. Okay, so we're looking at eighteen fillet of fish down. Mm. Eighteen fillet of fish is the length of a carl. And you and now I want you to do four inches on your hand. Yeah. And I want you to go across your body. How many do you reckon? I think I think maybe five. Five? Five across. So eighteen yeah. times five is now we're already at ninety sandwiches, brother. <laughs> That's ninety. Now granted, your oh head, you're not gonna need as many across. So we'll take out a few. Same thing with your legs. Head? Same thing right. with your legs, right? Yeah. Your head is huge though. Like seventy five? Like seventy five sandwiches? Yeah, I would settle yeah. in about seventy five. You good? I guess. <laughs> I guess. I could talk about this for an hour. I can tell. I'm very passionate about this right now. Do you want to get to anything else for q and I here? guess. Tell whatever you want. Uh, this one comes in from Will. It said, what is a small, common thing uh, that pisses you off? Um, Not talking yeah. about filet of fishes for an hour? Leaving 10 grand in my wallet on the bumper of my car that I desperately need. That's fair. 
Uh, Gary Bettman just called you after you've been done telling him off about how terrible he is about running a, fran- uh, a sports league. You've yeah. been awarded the 33rd NHL franchise. Where are you putting it? It's got to be a team in Canada. You're either, uh, Hamilton. Give me one in Hamilton. Yeah, if uh, if the Sabres and Leafs would ever uh, beg off protecting that territory, <laughs> Hamilton would be cool. Uh, if not that, Quebec. Or, I don't know, why don't you throw one in Saskatchewan? Quebec has the rink already built. Yeah, there you right? go. go they, already, they already went there. Go they went that. the quiet route. They built the rink. Mm. They sat patiently, and now they're just laying around. So, Actually, yeah. I know the answer. This is where you put a team. Nicaragua. <laughs> oh, bit of a roadie. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Anything else? Uh, No. No, I'm I'm completely done. Oh, make me talk about filet fishes again. <laughs> We're getting some after the show, all right? Are we? Yeah. You're lucky that Shelby's coming up. She's on the phone right now, so I'm going to move along. Reluctantly. Reluctantly. <laughs> Shelby's up in less than 10 minutes. Nirvana hits FM. Hits FM headlines with Shelby Knox. All right, Shelby, I have a very important question. And Carl, yes, I'm going to ask her. Mm-hmm. How many inches do you think... A filet of fish is. I have never seen a filet of fish. You never had a filet of fish? No. Granted, they're not go, great. Why would I go to like McDonald's and get mm-hmm. anything other than a burger? <laughs> yeah, look, I agree. The filet of fish is easily the worst option you could have. Ooh, that's a strong take. You heard me. Mm. But I, I, I thought that everyone's at least had one at one point. No, why? Why would I subject myself? Okay. I hate fish. Any curiosity fish. ever gets you? I hate seafood. No. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Too early for sandwich. Forgot yeah. about that. Always too early for yeah. Shelby, unfortunately. I forgot about that. Okay. Sometimes the curiosity just gets to you, you know? Yeah, you gotta try it. No, Think- I know what fish tastes like. It tastes like fish. Mm-hmm. Gross. That's good. <laughs> no. So, okay, keep you've had- bugs, keep your fish. You had a quarter pounder with cheese then? <laughs> Yes. Roughly. A McDouble or just a plain cheeseburger yeah. at some point? Roughly in I've, length. I've had, I think, only Big Macs, but sure. I will. Only I will Big Macs. Go with <laughs> us here. Such a limited experience with the clown. <laughs> I may have had Happy Meals as a child. <laughs> Roughly in length, how many yeah. inches is a filet of fish? Oh, sorry, sorry. A, qu- a, qu- a quarter pounder, whatever, a burger. Uh, Top to bottom. I, are we talking inches? Yeah. I'm talking like circumference mm. here. Oh, oh, God. Now like you're asking around. math if you're after Well, that's why I went with inches. Shelby, how many burgers would it take to cover my entire nude body? <laughs> what want to know. <laughs> this is what we're trying to figure out. This is, this is what um, we're trying to get to. We're talking are, like tip to tail or are we oh, talking yeah. like... Head to toe. Yep. Carl is six feet in total. Okay, but are we talking like a stripe down the middle or fully cover no, the body? Full body. We're talking arms tucked in. Like, you know. Like a like one of those fancy sushi tables. Mm-hmm. A, well, fancy sushi tables you don't it. cover the full. No, body, I know, right? but we are covering Carl fully for the sake. Okay, we're I'm saying rough, say, we're saying like, roughly seventy five. Okay, okay. I was going to say more like fifty, but sure. That's where my initial thought was too. No, Sofa you said like thirty something initially. Yeah, that was just my hope. <laughs> you know we have to do this now. I have body image oh, issues. No, no, please, no, I, no, no, no. The, I now have a worry the... that we're all going to be recalled to the office. We're all excited to see each other again. You come into the office and you go, hey, everyone, <laughs> we have a surprise. Come along. And we walk up to the boardroom and there's Carl laying on the table covered in burgers. Yeah. And you, with your grin, be like, yeah. enjoy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not taking a burger off Carl. First of all. I Shelby, love you, I Carl, but I'm not taking all, a burger off you. First of all, I hadn't even thought about using that table, but it's a tremendous setup for it, actually. We've already eaten sushi off of Jonathan. 
Oh, I forgot about that. I know. Oh, it was dude, so long ago. That. that was pre-COVID. I dipped a roll in his belly button. Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, my goodness. And this is how the honey roll began. What are we even worried about? This is how the honey roll started. Oh, we will put filet of fishes all over your body. All right. Anyways, Shelby, was there real news you wanted to get after? Or I don't remember anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was. Okay. Uh, okay, let's just get right to that. So, uh, unfortunately, we'll start with the serious stuff. Canada has now had its worst week for new oh. COVID-19 oh. cases. Our seven-day average is the highest point it has been throughout the pandemic. So, if you're one of these people who still insists on traveling between regions or is still having parties or still getting together with friends, just know that we are at the worst point we have been at so far. We have 8,444 average cases on that seven-day rolling average right now, and that's Canada-wide. You know so what? So please, if I can't convince you, I don't know what else to do. We are seeing 28 more deaths announced yesterday here in Ontario. There were 4,156 new infections in this province. Every time Doug Ford does one of those press conferences, he says the same thing every time. We've come so far. And I'm always like, what? Have we? Have we? <laughs> You've missed something crucial there. We're worse My off. friends, we yeah. have come so far. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> my friends. We are literally in a worse position than we were before. What do you mean we've come so far? We've went backwards. Yeah. Anyways. It just yeah. And this is largely time. to do with the variants of concern that are very contagious. Yes. So please... Please just stay home if you can. If you're not an essential worker who needs to go out, go out for your groceries, go out for your medication. If you need exercise, by all means, go outside in your own backyard, but don't go region hopping to check out what everybody else is doing right now. Please stay within your own communities. What if filet of fish is my medication? It's not. (laughs) You don't know. I do know. It's Um, not. We, we've taken up a lot of your time, and I know we only have time for one more no, story. No, it's okay. You've, you've got me as long as you need me. Oh, oh really? Right on. Yep. Oh, great. Okay, Excellent. tell us about the naked MP, speaking of Carl's naked body. <laughs> yes. So this is a real story that happened. There was yes. uh, an MP uh, who represents Quebec who uh, was caught on camera completely in the nude. Uh, he represents the uh, riding of Pontiac. And uh, yeah, the Canadian press has a photo of him standing behind a desk between mm-hmm. the Quebec and Canadian flags. <laughs> Thankfully, he seems to be covered by his cell phone, just sort of fortuitously covered. Uh, he did respond to this and he said, my video was accidentally turned on as I was changing into my work clothes after going for a jog. I sincerely apologize to my colleagues in the House of Commons for this unintentional distraction. Obviously, it was an honest mistake and it won't happen again. Wow. Am I the only one who, if the computer's near me and I'm getting changed, I'm getting changed behind the computer? Oh, yeah. I'm not. Like, I don't trust that camera. I completely agree. You cover it. Don't you? Doesn't everyone have that little cover you can do? Like, my, I have a, my laptop, you can push a little cover over the camera. Or you just turn off the video capability on the Zoom call if you're going to be nude for a few minutes. Yeah, or well, that's don't what he thought get, he had done. Don't he get thought he turned his video off. Don't get nude during a Zoom call. Yeah, also that. Like, that seems like we have our Zoom call today with the Hits team. Yeah. I really plan on keeping my clothes on. My my initial thought is to say, yeah, clothes during the call. Right? Yeah. There is an alarming amount of stories coming out of people being naked on Zoom calls. Mm-hmm. Is this a fetish thing, Shelby? No. <laughs> no. I think this is this is just a 
technology is the greatest foil of man <laughs> issue yeah. where where yeah. he's like, oh, no, it's fine. I've checked it. I made sure the video was off and I'm going to get changed in front of the camera. It's just this this confidence that, you know, you've done everything right. And then, no, you haven't. Who's immediately getting changed after these two? Well, he said he was uh, he just came in from a jog. Oh, right. Okay, okay. A new yeah. jog. A new jog, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, you don't sit there in your jogging clothes. You're all wet and sweaty and That's gross. Right. You get changed immediately. Covered in fish sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Shelby, before we let you go, you teased us with a story. Carl and I. Yeah. You just said Polish beast. Yes. Please a unleash Polish it. Polish beastie. Unleash so, it on us. <laughs> animal welfare officers were called uh, by a woman in the city of Krakow. And uh, she said, there is something in the tree. Krakow. She said, there is something in my tree. I don't know what it is. When they arrived, she said, I think it's an iguana. (laughs) And I'm terrified. Classic Uh, Polish iguana. (laughs) Classic Polish iguana. Uh, Would you like to venture a guess as to what the Polish iguana actually is? Oh, I love this. Okay. My first initial thought is person. I'm going to say... I'm gonna say dude. How nitchy. big do you think iguanas are? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say garbage bag blown into the tree by wind. Oh, that's a way better guess than what I said. Well, I play this game more than you do, pal. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> a balloon it animal. Is, Give me balloon animal. It is not a balloon animal. Damn. It is not a person. It's not a garbage bag. Ah. It was a croissant. What? <laughs> <laughs> One croissant? It was a croissant. How big was this croissant? Yeah fairly large. She thought it was an iguana. And who was the eagle eye who spotted a single <laughs> croissant in the tree? The animal inspectors who came to claim the iguana. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. The real yeah, it question. Looks like it was probably like thrown out a window by somebody who was trying to feed the birds, but the birds didn't want it, so it fell into the tree and got stuck. <laughs> the real question is, how many croissants to cover Carl's body? Ugh. See, I didn't believe Look this story was disgust. real to begin because I'm like, there's no way. But no, this is legitimately reported by the BBC. So I want Shelby's honest reaction of <laughs> recorded for posterity, please. Deal. Silver and Brown, 97.7 hits FM. Seven ten. Just uh, looking to skip the dishes here. Going to buy 200 filet of fishes. <laughs> Talk more about that after the show, Carl. Get the boardroom ready. 905-688-9797. Uh, Wes is over on line 29 and said that uh, he wanted to... Do you want to just bring Wes on, see what he wants? Yeah, whatever, man. I'm sure he texts the show all the time. Bring yeah. him in. Uh, morning, Wes. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, I live in Caledonia, where you guys are doing the... Uh... Oh, the DQ. Have you went and got yeah, one yet? A blizzard? DQ. Yeah, yeah. So Have... right across the street... Yeah. It, there's a, a new place, Tony's, and it's a, the, the Tony's Gyros, right? Yeah. And the poutine there, I mean, it's fabulous, and it's six bucks or six seventy or something. And I'm Ooh. telling you, it's real good price. Kernels or uh, crudels or whatever they're called uh, from the Quebec, you know, uh, curds, the curds, and stuff. Nice. And then um, also, I was talking about the the hippo. The hypnotize uh, for the smoking. Yeah, yeah. My my buddy's dad did it. And. And uh, he did. He smoked for fifty years. Yeah. No, no, no. We're alive. And shouting shot, and uh, Ben shouting. And uh, he smoked for fifty years, three packs a day. Mm. And he he did that with a bunch of my other friends. But uh, they did that probably fifteen years ago. And it worked. Worked dead on. Yeah. He, no had, he didn't smoke another cigarette for 
rest of his life. Hey, let me ask you this. Have you went to Dairy Queen and got the blizzards yet? I did. I actually did with my son the other day. What'd you think? Uh, they're awesome. Well, and my, I, we got both, so. What'd you I like got, better? Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, that's the sober thing. Sober, that's it. The sober one? Yeah, sober uh, one, I think, yeah. I uh, like sorry, it. Sorry, Brown, but yeah, sober is <laughs> the one, too. Sorry, Brad. Like Wes, I'm going to put you on hold for a second there. Did he I'm say silver? I think he said. I thought he said sober. <laughs> I thought he said the silver blizzard. That's <laughs> right on the menu. Anyways, Wes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, just stick him on hold. Hold tight. Yeah. He's still talking. I can hear him in my head. That's, Wes, that's good though. The, uh, the we had the the text yesterday. It was a hits nation listeners looking to quit smoking, and they're using the uh, yeah the, the hypnotherapy, the hypnosis route, the hypnotherapy route, and they were curious to see like if it had worked for other people. What tips and tricks have you used? Because I know they try and get you to you know picture the cigarette as something else when you pick it up. And for some re- people, it worked. There was a lot. There was a lot more success stories that were shared with us than I thought there would be. Uh, sorry, just that just got the text about Wes. That was a mm-hmm. journey, by the way. Wes got three different topics in there. He got blizzards. There's a poutine across the street. Hypnosis. Yeah. Three packs. That's, a that's day how for you do it. Year. Well, he was on the air for two minutes. Got three topics in. Out of boy, Wes. Back it all in. But this text here says, "I know Wes. I play baseball with him. What an animal." <laughs> Hell yeah, Wes. I'm glad we'll we brought leave, him on air. We'll leave that out there. Oh, my God. So, yeah, the hypno thing. What, yeah, what, what would you say? At least eight text I would say messages? Like eight, like eight to ten really solid like success stories of either like uh, people who did it themselves or shared like loved ones or family members or friends who were able to quit. And then I looked at the Facebook page this morning. We had a couple of messages from people, too, saying that the hypnosis thing worked for them. So uh, for our Hits Nation uh, texter, who's a friend of the show, there's a lot of positivity out there, and, and I hope it works for you, too. And you're supposed to think of something gross, yeah. and the hypnotherapy, hyp- hypnotist, pardon me, uh-huh. um, will will like put that with the cigarettes. That's right. So when you pick up a cigarette, and you pick up your lighter, and you go, and you're going to have that moment of weakness, you picture me covered in 75 filet of fish <laughs> <laughs> You know, how did we not think up that answer yesterday when we had this conversation? I gotta go for a smoke now. (laughs) 905-682-9797. You call the machine anytime. You know it's been an off-the-track morning when I'm looking at the machine to hopefully put us back on some kind of a focus path here. Uh, this has been <laughs> something. Think again. <laughs> we did this last week on Thursday too. You remember? We were up on three wheels the whole morning. This Anyways, is how the show goes. Sometimes, let's, getting a roll. Let's start with this journey. The big city of Guelph got Rocky's hot dogs. Old old hot dog uh, thing on. Uh, I can't explain it. A little restaurant anyways, with a takeout kind of thing. Like you're almost like your drive-in setup. It's been there for so many years. I do recommend, though, a Dairy Queen cheese chili dog. Fantastic thing to try. And uh, I'm going to make my way down to that grandma's joint, man, because I need a new grandma. So who diagnosed this fellow with this micro penis? And how does he really know that he's got one? Well, I mean, he's probably going to know what kind of an idiot am I, right? Right. Is that Wes? <laughs> Surprisingly not. I don't think it was Wes. You want to talk about a journey. He rounded the bases twice. <laughs> <laughs> when I 
listened this morning. I was like, hot dogs, chili huh? cheese, that micro yeah. penis. What? Grandma. Right. <laughs> what do you need? A new gra- <laughs> that call really had everything. Uh, it had everything. <laughs> Insert Stefan voice here. <laughs> Ooh, all right. Chili dogs, micro penis, my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> it is that it's a Stefan call. And you have to go in through this little door in the back. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite hot dog stand is <laughs> it's a burnt out Wendy's. <laughs> Deep in the heart of Guelph. <laughs> That's incredible. All right, okay. let's, let's do what this. What else you got? Let's do this. I got to flip it on Ashley at 11.44 Wednesday. All right, well. Okay. I uh, I think I found what it was. I think it's this. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like the really, really deep ones. <laughs> what is she even talking about? <laughs> Sound like Chet Hanks in an Instagram video. <laughs> Hold on, one more time. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like the really, really deep ones. Oh yeah. Oh, we all know, don't we? Oh, one time I want to play a game where I play you just. <laughs> A bit of clip, like a clip it, mm-hmm. and you have to try to guess what they're talking about. Like in what context the break mm-hmm. was? No. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Yeah. It'd be a lot of work, though, on my end. On your end? <laughs> yeah. A lot of work for some reward. I think it'd be funny, though. Some reward. Maybe if I'm bored down the line. Okay. Yeah. When you uh, run out of audio projects, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this now. The Bubba and the Beard Show? Boys, you missed out. That's a winner right there. Now, you know, my daddy, uh, he used to call me Bubba. Now, uh, that was before he got his tongue bit off in that arm wrestling contest. But uh, anyway, call me back. Bye. <laughs> I'm calling you back. Tongue bit off in an arm wrestling contest. I thought he said arm bit off. No, he said his tongue bit off in oh. an arm wrestling contest. Really? Is he arm wrestling like Michael Jordan? Get the tongue <laughs> out? <laughs> yeah, let him eat there. Indeed. <laughs> You want to hear a couple of jokes? Uh, you want to rate them? Sure. Okay. Hey, Carl, did you hear the rumor about the butter? Well, I'm not going to spread it. <laughs> My reaction to that is Shelby's reaction to me covered in fish sandwiches. <laughs> oh. One and a half. Sorry, what was one, that? One and a half at a time. Let's see if this is better. To the person who stole my glasses, I will find you. I have contact. <laughs> Better. Uh, five. Okay, okay, okay. I have contact. That's right. That, that was not bad. I think that, bad. I think that was funny. We'll give it some. Okay. Um, you know what? This this has been some journey. Hasn't it? And I think we're just going to finish with this, and then we'll move along. Hey, what gives? I'm listening to the podcast here. And there's Wait. no littlest hole boy at the end. I need closure to the show, boys. Come on. Step it up a notch. Figure it out. We're actually not going to finish with that. I forgot we even, I even had that oh, clip. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, in the podcast yesterday, I forgot to put... I'm just going to be honest oh. with you. I just forgot to put the little... You hobo. forgot to put the, uh, the, la- the, the, the hobo break on the end completely there? completely forgot. That's it. it. Was, There's nothing else. And it was already a longer podcast. Yeah, it was like yeah. an hour 17 yeah. with the stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, I just forgot. And where can they find that podcast, Matt? Oh, uh, you can download and subscribe over on the Apple podcast platforms, mm-hmm. Spotify, Spotify, iHeart, Google... Wherever, any of you five folks, yeah. get your podcasts. Now this is what we're going to end with. All right. Huh? 
none of my gear in my life. <laughs> I'm glad you got there. Call the machine anytime. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Uh, with Ash, by the way, she was talking about hunger pains is what she was talking about. Oh, she was talking about like a stomach rumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, like oh, listening. Okay. Now that you know. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like the really, really <laughs> deep ones. She was just talking about dudes calling each other bro. <laughs> bro. Uh, I should have had you guess actually what it was. <laughs> That's great. Uh, did you see this story about Aaron Donald yesterday? Uh, you know, I didn't. I got the gist of the story, but I saw the photo that accompanied the story, and that's really what counted. So the main thing you need to do right now, you yeah. being Hits Nation, if you don't know who Aaron Donald is, defensive lineman for the Los Angeles Rams. What's he like the back-to-back defensive player of the year or something like that? Maybe He's three one, in a either, row. Either yeah, either two or three in a row. He is one of the best players in the league. He is. When I say he's a tank. I mean, he's a tank. Yeah, he is. Incre- he's he's huge, but also like jacked and fat. He's he's a nightmare. As a Seahawks fan who sees this guy chase down Russell Wilson twice a year, he is a nightmare to play against. In a league of massive human beings, yeah, this the, dude stands out. He's the, he's the strongest. Yeah, he is the baddest, scariest football mm-hmm. player in the NFL. Yeah. So you can look him up, and I have always thought to myself, who would want to mess with I wouldn't want to mess with this guy on the football field. <laughs> no. Let alone anywhere else. No. Well, apparently somebody tried him. At a club in Pittsburgh, <laughs> something happened. Yeah. An altercation of some kind happened. And this guy challenged Aaron Donald to a fight. Do you think it went well for him? I'm going to say no. It did not. You see the pictures of this guy, <laughs> and it's exactly like you would imagine how somebody would look after a fight with Aaron. I uh, I hadn't seen the story. I hadn't seen the story come up in my Twitter feed yet. You just sent me a picture of a dude whose eye looks like a grapefruit and said, this dude tried to fight Aaron Donald. And I was like, hmm, yep, that story checks out. Yeah. 2017, 2018, and 2020. Defensive player of the year. There it is. Okay. So he took 2019 off. (laughs) If you know who he is, you know what we're talking about. And you know, you would agree with us. If you don't know, again, look him up. But tell me if I'm wrong. Aaron Donald is in like the top 10 list of people I wouldn't fight for any amount of money. If Aaron Donald dumps a beer down my back, I turn around and apologize to Aaron Donald. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I got in your way there, pal. Yeah. Can I get you, can I get you a new beer? <laughs> That's exactly like, it. On the list of unfwithable athletes. He's like outside of like outside of like mixed martial artists and boxers, like from the from the big four, from the like NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL, he has got to be in that like top, top tier. I think he's number just, one. He's gotta be. He's he's really he's at least on the podium. I'm not I'd have to go and dig deeper to find somebody that I would less likely want to fight. I think there'd be professional boxers who would look and go, 
Yeah, I, not him. I don't need yeah. to square up with that. <laughs> not him. I can't imagine just a regular civilian. And I there understand any, there's some guys. There details? Like, did, did Donald do something to... Well, he's he's char- he's uh, suing Aaron Donald for mm-hmm. assault. There's no video or anything like that. So we're going to have to wait and see. But even if things start to escalate, right? Yeah. And you see that you know who he is. Yeah, looks here. Uh, the uh, his uh, the guy bumped into Donald in a nightclub in Pittsburgh, led to an argument. Both were asked to leave the club. Uh, Spriggs is the uh, the accuser here. Admits to throwing a bottle of alcohol at Donald at some point during the proceedings. Oh my God! He suffered a broken eye socket, a broken nose, and a concussion in sixteen stitches. That's the other guy who threw the bottle. That's the other guy. Yeah. And he's Aaron. suing? <laughs> Aaron Donald's hand is fine. <laughs> he's suing? Yeah, he's suing Aaron Donald, even though he threw a bottle at him. I, Good luck. I don't know what would compel you. I know guys like to feel tough, <laughs> right? You bump into a dude, you know, alcohol in the system, you get outside the bar, maybe you don't recognize exactly who you're dealing with, he's not wearing his jersey in there, but still... Come on. There is very, I, I, th- I think on my hand, I could count maybe five people that I would choose to fight Aaron Donald instead of. Like, <laughs> may- maybe, maybe. maybe. It, look this guy up if you haven't seen him because he's the scariest human being alive. And if you throw a bottle at him and you end up with 16 stitches, a broken arm, and, and bruises, yeah, you should probably... The Sober and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. 803. It's Thursday morning. Soper and Brown, John Matt Soper. He's Carl Brown. Earlier this week, we were discussing about the Roland Pizza incident in St. Catharines. Yeah, the, the protest that took place over the weekend that caused uh, Roland, along with a couple of his small businesses, to have to close their doors for a period of time. Yeah, and and uh, you and I just got kind of uh, talking and with people in the text box as well. Uh, and just other social. small business owners, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, like Shelby said, we just had, you know, one of our worst seven-day rolling averages of cases of COVID in Canada here for the last uh, year that we've been dealing with this. And small businesses with this back and forth, this open shutdown, open shutdown thing have, have obviously paid a significant price um, in terms of their operations over the last year. Yeah. And you and I wanted to try and do something. It's not huge, but something to try and help them out. Well, yeah, the 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 wishy washy that we discuss, yeah. as you said, the open close, the open close. It's yeah. tough. It's tough on anybody mentally, but when you really take a step back and you look at some of these businesses, whether it be restaurants, right, who may have tapped kegs and then all of a sudden, sure. oh, sorry, can't anymore, yeah, and that. yeah. well, that's all just that, gone. All that food in your fridge right? that you ordered in because you thought you're gonna. You know, get back to 25% capacity. Just, you know, forget about it. It's gone. And then uh, other small businesses that don't involve food. Maybe they ordered, they spent a bunch of money to order in some new product going, oh, we're open again. Well, now that's sitting on shelves and, you know, they're not getting that revenue back from it. It it is just a devastating time for a lot of businesses right now. So we're going to do our best to try to help that out over the next few weeks. Yeah, over the next uh, three or so weeks, we are going to enact a, a Soper and Brown business bump each day. Mm-hmm. So what we've set up, if you go to hitsfm.com, and I've got the link over on the Facebook page as well, uh, there's uh, an image right on the front page there. You can see it. It says the Soper and Brown business bump. You can click on it. 
you put in your email, and there's a small form you can fill out with your, your business address, your business name, and you can tell us a bit about yourself. Fill that out, submit it, submit it to us. We are going to draw at random like 15 businesses out of here. We're hopefully going to go and spend 100 bucks at each of these businesses to buy a gift card, and then we're going to give that in a contest and talk a bit about your business, give you a bit of a feature here on the show. So small businesses, medium businesses, maybe you're somebody who's thought about using radio before, but you haven't been able to afford it this year. Maybe you've heard the show, you've heard how we featured other businesses and thought that would be a great idea for me, but I can't afford it right now with this pandemic ongoing. Fill this out. If you know somebody who's got a small business who's suffering, send this to them, get them to fill it out, and submit it to us. Might be a chance we can help them out a little bit. Well, the great thing is Hits Nation is incredible when it comes to supporting anything and everything. Yeah. Right? You look at the Dairy Queen Blizzards, right? The, uh, the, the, you look the, at the, the you look at the blood drive. Blood drive. Yeah, you look at the honey roll. We've been able to do some some pretty cool stuff. Hits Nation cool stuff. is vast and goes far across this province and country. Yeah. And and they're usually ready and willing. So the hope is any help that you if you need any kind of help whatsoever, you have been affected by these shutdowns, these lockdowns, this pandemic. Just fill out the form, put your name in the hat. We're gonna pick we're gonna pick at random. Tell us a little bit about your business. We're gonna pick completely at random. And we're gonna try to help you as best we can through us and then hopefully through Hits Nation. These next three, four weeks, you know, there's gonna be a lot of people who need our help, and we're hoping that you can help us step yeah. up the plate and, and just try to just try to ease things for a little for for some people for a little bit because yeah man it's been, it's been unimaginable it's we been unimaginable some, we give them some focus we spend a hundred bucks there and we pass that hundred bucks on to you guys to yeah. go and uh and check them out and hopefully uh help some places out so again uh hitsfm.com right in the front page just click on the soper and brown business bump you can drop your email in there and there's a little submission form that pops up Fill it out. There's, yeah, there's send no it on in. No really ask, easy. no monetary ask. No. You just put your yeah. name in the draw. We require nothing from the business itself except for a little bit about them and where they're located and if they can produce a gift card. That's and, it. And and who knows, you know, who, who knows where it takes off from from here based on how many you know businesses we get and yeah. what kind of help they need and yeah, and, we'll see and, what the response looks like yeah. for sure. So as Carl said, ninety seven seven hitsfm.com, Head to the website, fill it out, and starting next week, each day we'll pick a random business and we'll try to bump them and we'll give away some prizes along the way. So. Sign up now if you do need some help here during this tough time. The Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Carl Brown. Yes, sir. You've been married. You are married, sir, I should say. Do you have news that I don't? Uh, Yes, your wife texted me. It's over. Oh. Yeah. I don't know why she texted me. She could have not. She did try to come in to say good morning earlier, and I waved her off because we were going on air. So, honestly, I earned it. Had it coming. (laughs) That was the straw. Had it coming. That was the absolute straw that broke the camel's back. (laughs) How dare he? (laughs) Uh, So, you, what what, what year did you get married? 2014? Uh, 2014, yeah. Coming up on seven years. 2014. Now, when you got married, uh, did your job at the time, did they offer you a paid leave to enjoy the marriage? Mm, I think they gave me the Monday off. They gave you the Monday? They gave me the Monday off. Yeah, okay. we got married on a Saturday, and I think I got the Monday off before coming back to work on Tuesday. Know, paid? Monday paid off? 
I was a salaried employee. Yeah. I don't know if I, I can't remember if I had to burn a vacation day. I might have had to burn a vacation day. Then they really didn't give it to you off. Yeah, now that I think about it, I actually didn't get anything. Mm -mm. Is that quite how that works? No, I believe I actually used a vacation day on the Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you you got nothing. That's correct. Okay. (laughs) Now that I think about it, yes. Yes. So there's, I'm reading this story this morning of Taiwan. Okay. A guy works at a bank and the employee, employer, Mm-hmm. They have a policy. Well, when you get married, they give you eight paid days off. Eight paid? Wow. Incredible, right? Oof. Eight paid days for getting married? That's right. Hmm. Which, by the way, it's kind of ra- eight. Eight days is a really random. Like, that is a weird number. Do they have a four-day work week or something? I don't know. Had you had, had they this story read five? It's like okay, they give you a week. Still in, intense and wild, mm-hmm. yeah. but it would make more sense. Eight is just very random. Either way, yeah. Okay. Eight paid days off. So, most people would look at that and go, oh, great. I should take these eight days and be grateful. Yeah. This guy, not quite what he thought. His thought, how do I exploit the man? Mm-hmm. He thought to himself, well, if I get divorced and then remarried in that time, well, they're going to have to give me another eight days off. <laughs> so, Carl. Yeah. That's exactly what he did. He's been getting divorced and remarried? Four times in a row. How does he keep finding people to remarry him? No, it's the same woman. It's the same woman. Okay. At like day seven of they the days go, off. Yeah. Divorced. And then? Immediately remarried. Well, does then that spa- means I get another eight paid days. Does he space it out? Does he, you know, he stayed together for a couple of months. That's yeah, not working out. He Maybe took a total together. of 37 paid days off. This is the most forgiving employer of all in time. In a row. Well, no, because they said, we're not paying you anymore. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you're Good. fired. Yeah. <laughs> this is not how this works. This is a classic, like, that's a lovely policy to have in place. You know, eight days off for, for getting married, giving you like a marital leave like that. It's such a nice policy. And one jerk has to come in and get remarried and divorced to the same woman over and over to abuse it and ruins it for everyone. So the Taiwanese man took the bank to court. <laughs> you got to pay me. This was in there. This was in the labor. You got to pay me. It goes to court. Carl Brown, who wins? Uh, It's in the contract, man. Written words and signed names are sometimes tough, as they are tough to get divorced from. Uh, I'm going to say the guy wins a small settlement here. The guy wins. I don't agree with it. I don't know. Like, so processing a divorce and getting remarried, uh, you know, back and forth, acquiring a marriage license and all that stuff. Is that like just significantly cheaper in Taiwan? Because like I'm, I, I googled this uh, while we were in the in the break. Mm-hmm. I just googled how much does it cost to get divorced in Canada? Chels, don't look at my search history. <laughs> this is not about us. Uh, it said uh, according to Canadian Lawyers Magazine in 2015, the average divorce lawyers' fees nationwide uh, are one thousand eight hundred and forty-five dollars, and that's for an amicable split without what? any. 
without any like so i'm just i'm going my way you're going your way we're splitting our stuff and we're moving on like just a clean break and that was the, how much the, sorry the lawyer's fees were 1845 1845 bucks that's a nationwide average ontario says they're a little bit cheaper but Whoa. so i don't obviously i don't know what the going rate is in taiwan but if you add that and then add the acquisition of a marriage license to get remarried even if you're just doing it at the courthouse or whatever that's got to be costly. What are you, are you just breaking even and taking the days off? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a great question because it doesn't say in this story how much it costs. Yeah, I, I, have, I have no idea. Maybe it's free. Who who knows? Like, I, yeah. I, I have no clue. But just to go through and process an amicable split has to cost something. And then to reacquire the marriage license has to cost something. You would think. Why don't you just take the eight days off? No, you can't. You, wait, you wait a couple years. It's not it good enough. To just have those eight free days. You got to go even further. You and I always say this. eh? It's not just enough to be comfortable. No. You have to have the most. That's right. You have to keep stockpiling far, far past beyond anything you need. That's right. It's like me and wrestling collectibles. Yeah, I've got enough, (laughs) but could I have more? I could. Will I get divorced over it? No. The, the bank not yet has since changed their policy. Yeah, see? And they no it. longer offer. You ruined it. The pay uh, the paid days offer if you get married. I'd fight him. <laughs> I'd fi- I'd fight him for that. What a ruiner. Would you, can you imagine can you imagine you're somebody that was worked in that bank for 2 or 3 years putting your time, yeah. you're engaged, you got plans like for this coming summer, and this guy comes in with his seven divorces or whatever the hell it was? Yeah. What a jerk. Would you rather fight this guy or the applesauce losing money guy? Oh, applesauce guy. Triple threat? Yeah, I'll take them all on. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now, it's time time for Carl versus the world on 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Carl freaking Brown. Yeah, buddy. I got $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto Max draw that I'm ready to give away. And it's up to you to decide who wins them. All right, buddy. Lotto Max sitting at 10 mil right now. Okay. 10. I'll take it. I'll take it. It's no eight days off and multiple divorces, but it is 10 (laughs) mil. Uh, You're going to be playing on behalf of Brian and Grimsby, by the way. Brian and Grimsby. And today you are battling Alex in Thorold. Alex, good morning, buddy. How the heck are you doing today? Great. How you doing? Fantastic, buddy. I assume that you would like to become a millionaire here today. Well, I mean, that'd be nice. All right. Well, technically, tomorrow you'd be the millionaire. You're going to have to win that Lotto Max draw. But to get there, you got to battle Carl. Have you ever played our trivia game before? I have. Okay. How'd you do? Carl played for me, and he won for me. Okay. But this is your first time actually battling yourself. Yes. Okay. Well, three trivia questions, all multiple choice. And we'll also give you the option. Do you want to go first or second? I will go first. You're going first. You want to you want to start hot is what you're saying. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm at work, so I'm kind of like focused and do this. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> uh, let's start with. Uh, you know what? Let's start with this question. Okay. In 2015, what was the success rate of people quitting smoking in America? Percentage-wise, in America, what was the success rate of quitting smoking in 2015? Was it 5%, 10%, or 2%? What was the last option? The last option was 2%. 2%. 
2%. I'm going to go with A. A 5%? Yeah. Sorry, just to confirm, you're going with A 5%? That's correct. It is correct. Well done, pal. Well done. That felt right. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, Carl and Brian. In 2018, Mm -hmm. how many people escaped from federal prison in the U.S.? We talked about people escaping prison yesterday. How many people escaped? Was it roughly 14,000, roughly 2,000, or roughly 1,000? Jeez. Uh... Sorry, what was the high one? The high one was 14,000. That's way too high. There's and no way. 2,000 and 1,000. I'm going to say 2,000. I'm going to go right in the, yeah, 2,000. Well done, because that's correct. Yeah. We got a jailbreak. <laughs> oh, 2, yeah. 2,000 times over. Ooh, that's a lot of people. That is a lot of folks that snuck out in either which ways. All right. Uh, nice work for you. Point for you, Brian. I'm glad it wasn't 14. Yeah, <laughs> yeah 14 seems high. That yeah, seems like too many. Seems a lot. Or not enough. Yeah, or not enough. In some cases, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Alex, acrophobia. Acrophobia is the fear of what? Heights, darkness, large crowds. You say acrophobia? Yes. Okay, say that again. Uh, acrophobia. Okay. Uh, acrophobia. A-C-R-O-phobia okay. is the fear of heights, darkness, large crowds. Let's go with C. Large crowds? Yeah. Mm, that's incorrect. Uh, did you know, Carl? Uh, uh, I don't know. I think agrophobia is the large crowds, is it not? Uh, I believe so. It's acrophobia would be heights. Heights. Uh, interesting. I make sense. Carl, question number two. We talked a lot about hot dogs. <laughs> what country holds the record for the world's longest hot dog? <laughs> Are we going to Paraguay, Austria, or Egypt? My feeling is Austria has this. Austria has the longest hot dog? Mm-hmm. It's incorrect. Where was it? Paraguay <laughs> is home to the largest hot dog at 668 feet. That is long. 668 feet? Aggressively penis. No kidding. Holy. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to round three. All tied up at one. I ask you, Alex, who won the Super Bowl in the NFL in 1969? In the year okay. 1969, who won the Super Bowl? Was it the Green Bay Packers? The New York Jets or the Baltimore Colts? Uh, 69? 69. I didn't say the Jets. I think it was. Uh, what was, was, that, was that Namath oh, calling his shot? Super Bowl three was Joe Namath calling his yes. shot. New York Jets, he's two for three. <laughs> Atta oh, boy. Joe Namath. I couldn't think of Joe Namath. That's the name yeah. I think of. Atta boy, Joe Namath. Joe, Joe Namath winning a Super Bowl in the year 1969 Cold feels extraordinarily it appropriate. It doesn't get any better than that, does it? Remember when he came out in that fur coat for the coin flip of the oh, Denver-Seattle Super Bowl and just yeah. flipped it without even knowing a time cue? <laughs> okay, boy. Carl, you need this to tie things up? Go get him, Joe. Yeah. I'm Do ready. you know, what was the first movie to be released on DVD? 
Oh, I have no idea. The first movie to be released on DVD. Okay. Was it A, Independence Day? Mm. B, Twister? C, Dante's Peak? Oh, man. Those are all in a really, really close era, too. I think I think Twister and Independence Day were both 96. I think Dante's Peak was 95. So it's really tough to adjust for era. Uh, this is a guess, Twister. It is a hell of a guess because that is, is really? correct, oh and we're going to a lightning round, boys. <laughs> what a round it's been! Both two out of three, so we're going to go to a number-based question. It does not matter about going over. Whoever is closest is going to win. Carl, you will go first. Alex, you will go second. Okay. On a commercial airline. What is the greatest number of passengers ever carried by a commercial airline? Oh, man. Greatest number of passengers on a commercial airline was what, Carl? I'm going to say 750. 750. Alex? I'm going to say 800. 800. You didn't go for the prices right. Yeah, he did he didn't 751 me. Wow. Okay. Nah, I respect it. I respect it. Wow. Would you be crushed if it came in at like 770 something? Yeah. 770. I feel like I'm low on this. I'm not feeling confident. What is it so? The correct answer. 1088, which means Alex the winner. Out of boy. Oh my god. It didn't matter. The Price is Right didn't come into play. Big W for you, Alex. Well done, buddy. That's awesome. Good game. Look at you. Hell of a battle. Actually, hell of a battle. Uh, Brian and Grimsby will cut you loose. Sorry, pal. Hundred dollars worth of vouchers for that Lotto Max draw. I can try and make you a millionaire tomorrow night, pal. That's amazing. Alex, well done. Stay on the line with us here. You're officially the smartest person in Ontario. (laughs) Me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I'm doing a party line. <laughs> 977 You can text the show. Give us a call to 905-688-9797. Uh, first question about trivia. Somebody asked, why did Carl have to go first if Alex was guessing first the whole time? We have a rule when it comes yeah. to overtime. Yeah, when it comes to OT, the uh, the, the caller gets the advantage. Yeah, they get the advantage. We're trying to give away prizes here, eh? Yeah, so it just seems better. <laughs> Caller gets the advantage in overtime yeah. no matter what. Yeah, they get the chance to price is right us. I'm going to see if they go in the right direction. Yep. Um, what is your favorite word? I think Carl's has to be the word tremendous. <laughs> it's up there. I use it way too much. Yeah, I like yeah. it. It's a good word. It's a crutch. I say egregious a lot. Me say egregious once in a while. Yeah, people point. Tremendous, we, tremendous point and outstanding out. are the two that I say way too often. I find, I listen, if I listen back to the podcast, I always listen like, ah, shut up, Brown. <laughs> Tremendous and outstanding. It's too much. Yeah. Shut up. I feel like I have worked those into my vocabulary more. From being around me? Since working yeah. with you. Because you do say them a lot. <laughs> I do. But I'm into it. I don't mind yeah. it. I don't mind it. Uh, what is your favorite opening guitar riff in a song? Oh, man. That is a, the obvious that is a answer. wide avenue. The obvious answer is hot for teacher because it sounds like Carl's dildo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the that's the warm up for sure. That's, that's what my answer is. Yeah. The opening the opening drum kick. Um, <laughs> Heartbreaker by Led Zeppelin sticks out right away. Oh yeah, okay. 
Yeah. Mm. That is good. Ooh. Just immediately recognizable. Yeah. And yeah, I know that Hopper teacher is a drum kick. I just wanted yeah, to play whatever. it. Dylan. Oh, it's, take a shot. This is good. I mean, yeah. you know, it sounds like a like an easy thing to say, but the Sweet Child of Mine opener is just yeah. classic. I love this right here. Hold on. Yeah. Up. yeah. Hey, fellas, have you heard the news? Yeah. Mm. Mm. A little goosebumpy. Yeah, let me let me think Oof. about that. Actually, I've got to th- let me give that's that a, some real thought. That's a great. That's a that's a that's a Zeppelin tune that doesn't get enough spins. I I'll agree. Right now, I agree. Yeah, sounds I, like a jailbreak. I was just about to say it. <laughs> it's this, obviously, but right here, this little bit right here. Oh, a hundred percent. There's something to it, man. That's absolutely what. What else you got? Uh, just looking over here. Uh, somebody said, "What is the?" You guys have talked about the ultimate breakfast. What is the ultimate go-to lunch? Go-to lunch? Yeah. I love right, the number more. one lunch. Uh, say this. Say what is the number one lunch? Like any any bar that I go to for the first time, if there's like if I'm going to a new pub or something like mm-hmm. that, uh, we sit down, order a clubhouse, fries, and a side of gravy. Clubhouse is the ultimate lunch. I always think it's such a great measuring stick for like any bar. It's mm-hmm. just one of those. Everyone's got one on the menu, right? Just about every place has got one on their lunch menu. Mm-hmm. How do you do it? Do you do it better than somebody else? Is it traditional? Do you cut it in four? Do you cut it in two? Do you have any kind of different bread? Can you execute a clubhouse fries and a side of gravy well? Because if you can do that, then I can come here for lunch and get a beer and hang out. Man, that's a great answer. I was just going to say a chicken wrap and fries to me is the ultimate, like a chicken bacon wrap. Yeah, or like a Caesar wrap or something like that. It's kind of the same thing, though. Yeah, it's kind of the same. Like the ultimate lunch to me is something like that where you go to a new place. It's something that's expected to be on the menu. Can you deliver it and do it well? And if you put your spit on it, great. But can you just, can you nail it at a 7 out of 10? Every time I come in. Yeah. No, it's a good point. I've I've been to lunch with you many, many times. And how many times have I got a clubhouse? God, eight out of ten. All <laughs> eight, the time, right? Eight out of ten, you get a clubhouse. Always. Always yeah. get a clubhouse or a wrap or something like that. Sure. And I always want to know what kind of gravy they have. Yeah. We haven't done a lot of lunches lately for sure obvious reasons. Though. But the times we did get to... Mm-hmm. I think, is there any time you haven't ordered a clubhouse? <laughs> I think you might do a ten out of ten. <laughs> If we're at, especially if we're at a bar, and especially now, because you and I, if we if we were to have lunch, you know, in some magical future, eight weeks from now, where you and I can go try a pub we haven't yeah. been to for lunch, that's yeah. probably what I'm gonna get, man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna get? Too What's early to get a fish sandwich. <laughs> Way too early. <laughs> it's early for fish sandwich. Oh yeah. The Silver and Brown Show, ninety-seven-seven hits FM. All right, Carl. Before we get out of here, what did we learn on the show today, pal? Uh, we learned that uh, returning 10K and some guy's wallet might earn you a quart of applesauce. People were actually more split than I anticipated. We started mm-hmm. the conversation yesterday, yeah, late in the show, and we took some calls today, and Anka really believed that <laughs> it was a special moment getting the yeah. applesauce. If you missed the conversation, it'll be in the podcast, but yeah. if you want to see the backstory, the Seattle Times has it of a man... Uh, in Seattle, who found $10,000 and, and a gentleman's wallet and returned both the wallet and the money uh, to the owner. The owner, uh, who desperately needed this money, but also was dumb enough to just leave it in the back of his truck and let it float out on a rural road in Seattle, mm. um, was able to reward him with some, some applesauce because he needed all the money, which right. he so casually left in the back of his truck. 
we, I don't know if we learned this, but we at least debated and explored the idea of how many fillet of fish it would take to cover a carl. Well, we, what did we end up saying? A fillet of fish is about four inches in length? I think we, I think we decided to be about 75 fillet of fish to fully cover my body. We have I think, to try and I think this. that's a fair number. We at least have to get a cardboard cutout of my likeness in the position, maybe, and then we could line them all oh, up on there. You know what I mean? Bad. Yeah, that way, you know, it's not me, and I'm not there, and we're not, you know, you know. And we could still eat them. We could. It's it actually would be more edible if we did it that way. So um, something many, to think about. How many fillet of fishes do you think you could eat afterwards if we had seventy five? I'm gonna have three, and that's it. That's it. That's a lot of. Uh, they're fine. Look. They're fine. Do we? It's, it's not my choice, though. So somebody just texted and said, Hi, to get the uh, filet of fishes to stick, you put tartar sauce down first. Yeah, you put it down <laughs> on the body. On or in you. this case, perhaps on the cutout. Or in this case, on me. On you. We yes, paint it. Get- <laughs> we paint brush. Carl. Yes. Carefully. A, roll, a roller. Oh, I roll covered, in tartar sauce and then I roll it out. Covered on in cold tartar. I think I'd rather do the honey roll again. <laughs> um, we learned about the Canadian Olympic outfits and the comeback of white denim. Uh, yeah, it's something, isn't it? Uh, we learned that fighting Aaron Donald might be a poor choice. If you're not sure who Aaron Donald is, have a look. Defensive end of the Los Angeles Rams, a three-time defensive player of the year in the NFL, and an and- absolute beast. Some dude chucked a bottle at him after getting kicked out of a nightclub in Pittsburgh, and, well, Donald did the rest. That is a a league of terrifying-looking humans. Yeah. And Aaron Donald is the most terrifying of them all. <laughs> yeah, he leads he leads the pack, for he, sure. He's, of all the NFL players, he's the one I would least want to fight. He's right up near the top. And you tried? And if you if you look up the picture of what happened to him, you go, yeah. yeah, that's how I would expect an Aaron Donald fight to go. A lot of guys say, well, as soon as he knew it was Aaron Donald, he just grabbed a hold because he knew he was going to sue the guy and get an out of court settlement. I, Dude, I hope I hope the settlement covers your medical bills or whatever. I hope you get paid off and make a couple of grand off this because you paid the price with your right eye by the looks of it. I don't think it's worth it. I don't think the money's worth it. Broken nose, broken orbital bones. He had a broken arm stitches. too, didn't he? Yeah, he was, he was pretty banged up. Uh, last off, uh, we learned about the Soper and Brown business bump. We are looking for small businesses who might need a hand right now. And all you got to do is go to hitsfm.com, go to the Facebook page. Uh, there's a link there for you. You can drop your email, fill out just a little bit of information about your small business. We need no financial uh, commitment from you, the oh. small business owner. We're actually looking to go and spend 100 bucks at your business and then give away a gift card to one of our listeners and learn a bit more about you. Yeah, and ask, That's Kids, all Nation, ask Kids Nation to support you as best they possibly can. Yeah, so and- submit your business. If you've got a friend who's got a business, somebody you know might need some help, send them the link, get them to submit it, and we're hoping to kick that off next week. So get it's, some submissions in tonight, tomorrow, all through the weekend. It's been a, an incredibly tough time for a lot of people, and yeah. small businesses just continue to get railroaded. So yeah. let's try to help out as many as we can. 97.7, hitsfm.com, and yeah, we're going to start this next week, so get in as many submissions uh, as you can, right, Hits Nation. With that, Ashley is up next. You enjoy the rest of your Thursday party, people. Soper and Brown podcast will be up on Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff in about 30 minutes.
Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM.